2: He's not allowing himself to actually do it outside of his dream world. He's stuck in this dead end job. And he also blames everyone else. He should move. He should move out of Bikini Bottom. He He should move. He's always like, everything's happening to me. It's like, Another day, another migraine. We'll
3: do something about it, guys. Go to the
2: doctor. Go to the doctor. If you have a migraine, (laughs) get some meds. (laughs)
3: central fan girl central yeah hey. like the same old same time we don't feel we're wasting time I'm having fun with you and I have a better way
1: yeah
2: all here uh, that's how I'm gonna get left behind if they didn't be a crime that's why we say yeah, the yeah start
3: a revolution
2: yeah uh, uh,
3: that's the same way, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And that oh. was pumping up the party. Welcome. Thanks. And welcome. And welcome. Hey, thanks. So, hey. So 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 today we have another episode of Fangirl Central. Central. And why don't you introduce yourself? I'm Amanda, and I'm Amber, and, and today. today
2: we have my roommate, <sighs> Nona. you I've known her for eight years. She's seen all around the world as a puppeteer, Ooh. themed entertainment professional, and connoisseur of many fandoms. It is
0: SD Behavior!
2: Hey, thanks for having me. I'm you a huge what? fan.
3: Actually, At- technically, thank you guys for having me in the living room. <laughs> because this
2: is Amanda <laughs> in my apartment. Apartment. <laughs> the set, if you're watching this on visual, yes. the set is like... We've sprinkled in a few different things of Esty's because she is wearing Spongebob pants and there's a Spongebob blanket. There's a Disney blanket. Yes. Uh, there's a Kermit with a Spongebob, SpongeBob hat a on. A Crab hat. Crossover. Um, Day one of college. Day one. Day one. Freshman year. We lived across the hall for each other and I was all meek and timid and uh, like, nobody's <laughs> gonna like me. Baby and I Esty. saw all of your... Marvel stuff yeah. on your bed, yeah, and your whole room was decorated with nerdy shit. Can mm. I say shit? That absolutely. was my in the first episode. <laughs> I was
3: like, "Can we, girls?"
2: And you can, and we can,
3: yeah. yeah that's I was like, that's absolutely, want. the case. Shit yeah. shit, yeah. So I
2: was like, "Oh, another nerd,
3: perhaps?"
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like, literally, I remember sitting on your bed and us being like. Do you know about Comic-Con? Yeah. Oh like, my God. I went to Comic-Con. I was like, I went to Comic-Con. I love Comic-Con. Yeah. And it now was like, we live together. It was like very <laughs> and, and we've <laughs> very experienced quiet. Comic-Con
3: several times together now. Yeah. This is
2: part of our Comic-Con crew. And you have to have a crew when you go to Comic-Con. You have to have a crew.
3: It's almost like... To bring up Teen Wolf, it's like you can't be an omega; you have to be in a pack. At I have Comic-Con. no idea what this
2: means. Like
3: alpha, like alpha, like you know, dogs, yeah, yeah, like, like wolf packs. packs. All right, like you can't be an omega at Comic Con; you have to have your pack. Omega means that mm. you're solo. Yeah, and who's and gonna w- watch out for you in the line? That's true. Who's yeah, gonna like let, mm-hmm. let some go people into the do football. it, and it's. And it's know. a lonely existence, it's a right? Suite, they like really. come up
2: and they sit on the concrete with just one backpack, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Do
3: you need something? Yeah, like do you sometimes need food they come running. Some people, like the thing is, the people that do that make friends. Yeah, they yeah, form yeah, yeah. a community. It's like they're yes. not worried about it. They're like, I'll find my pack when I get there.
2: Yeah, and sweet girl, did we?
3: Yeah, yeah, because we, we had
2: to. I remember what from my the memory that I have of that first day is like you sitting on my bed and like I think you like. I feel like you like mentioned that you just got back from Comic Con or something. Yeah, and I was—I like- I had just had the so craziest Comic Con of my life. What was oh that? 2014. Yeah, yeah, same. And I, oh no, y'all didn't know
3: each other at 2014 Comic Con. No, just no, doing. we
2: found out we were like in the same panels, yeah. in the same room, oh, yeah, like didn't know. That each was other. like when we, me and Amber were in line for Marvel Studios and Robert Downey Jr through roses. And
3: where were you? Tell 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 me. I was not in Hall
2: Age for that. But tell me I was in Indigo Ballroom that whole the like mm-hmm. I was all about animation that mm-hmm. Comic-Con yeah. and I was I'm gonna regret saying this. Go on. Obsessed with Rick and Morty. It's just part of the <laughs> fandom experience. It's, it's part of my history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I met Justin Roiland and Dan Harmon, and like I speak your truth. And I was like, I love animation. I want to be involved in TV somehow. I don't know what it is that I love so much about this, but. Meeting them at Comic Con, I was like, this is like within
3: my grasp. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that was right when you were, that was right before you were going to college. Yeah.
2: I had just gotten into film school. I was about to move across the country Mm -hmm. and I met. my idols, right? <laughs> at the time, all at the time, at the time, like at the time. time, teenagers have to. Yeah, do, we, you have to find something as a teenager. Yeah, yeah. you have and to. You no, know,
3: we don't know who's going to be scum or not. That's just on them. That's not on you. I could have guessed. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> See, I don't know. I don't really know much about grooming. I it didn't. Mm, I didn't know what grooming was at the time. Anyway. Ew, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. I was like just buzzing. Mm-hmm. I was like buzzing with hope and what does the future hold yeah. and like surrounded by all of these amazingly talented people. And then to find somebody right across the hall who is who feels the same yeah, right. community. One. Oh, I was also, I'm gonna regret this too, <laughs> but there's no judgment. I no. was so into Chris Pratt at the time. So
3: Guardians of the Galaxy had just come yeah. out. Yeah. Like, I'd never Literally. seen a Marvel
2: movie like that before. No, no one. Like, this is
3: hilarious. I really liked Andy. I was just really, I just. Yeah. Like, and Andy, Andy is from Parks and sweetheart. Rec. I
2: like put him on my wall, on my door. It mm-hmm. was like one of those things that you can print out that says whether you're like home or not, oh, or like busy. Yeah. And I put like different Chris Pratt faces. Oh, and so everyone knew so nice. me as like. That girl who liked Rick and Morty and Chris Pratt. Oh my God, I'm just... Re- I forgot about that. Boy, do things change. I saw that every day. Yeah. Oh my God. I, I opened my door. It was the, right there. Oh, and SpongeBob, of course. That's so cool. Yeah. Clear. We started college in 2014. The year was 2014 to 15. And that was the year that I witnessed SD get into One Direction. <gasps> this was a turning point in my life. And so this is where... We're going to ask the question: How is being a fangirl central to your identity? Yeah, because I feel like this you it was already baked in you. Yeah, but I feel like this was a this was a moment.
3: Speak, SD. (sighs) Speak on it. A lot to say on the topic, and we Um,
2: open up the floor. I okay. So to back up, I grew up as like a tomboy. Mm -hmm. I had I have an older brother and like worshipped him, and most of my friends were guys, and so I liked. Guy stuff, whatever right. that means. Mm-hmm. And so I suppressed my fangirling. Mm-hmm. I like told myself I loved Disney Channel with like my my best friend Cashette growing up. Shout mm. out, Cashette, shout out, hey, shout Kachette. out Cashette. We would like watch musicals and Disney Channel, just obsessed. And then something shifted in middle school and she moved to Ohio. Shout um, out Ohio. Hey, Ohio. Shout Ohio. out Ohio. And I <laughs> like, I stopped. I like Uh just felt so much Mm. shame and (sighs) puberty hit. Mm -hmm. And I was like, ew, I hate the Jonas brothers. I don't understand one direction. I don't like girly things. I like comedy and star Wars and dinosaurs and Mm -hmm. stuff, which I do. Shout out to your earrings. And thank you. Thank you. And I just like doubled down on what I perceived as like the stuff that I should like to be the cool girl. Yeah. Right. Which I did like it, but it was like hiding a, a big part of myself. Yes. It was mm-hmm. like
3: you, you weren't letting yourself like more outside of that realm. Yeah. And I, I
2: criticized other girls who liked that stuff openly because mm-hmm. I was jealous. Mm-hmm. And then whew, something shifted. because oh my, my whole life was turned upside down when I moved to California and went to college and mm-hmm. suddenly I'm living with my friends mm-hmm. and I <laughs> it was the summer after freshman year. Okay. okay. I remember the moment it happened. Please oh talk no. about this. I was driving to a friend's house. I was back home visiting Rhode Island. Shout out Rhode Island where I'm from. Shout promise. out Rhode Island. And I was listening to the radio because my like charger thing, my phone connector wasn't working mm-hmm. and drag me down came on. Okay, And now I knew that you and... um. That guy (laughs) that I was very close (laughs) with on the (laughs) floor, who will not be named.
3: Uh, Oh my God. (laughs) We're really
2: into One Direction. Yeah. And some of my friends from home were into One Direction. Mm -hmm. And Drag Me Down came on and I just like... I don't know what happened. It was like a full body experience. And I was like screaming in my car driving, like didn't know the words, but like learned them in an instant because that's what pop music does. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I need more. I need more. I literally did not stop listening to One Direction for nine months. I was incapable of listening to anything else. Okay. Yeah.
3: I had the same exact experience <laughs> with Amber. And I was nine months, 19 nine years months old. Straight. I can almost envision what you're telling me because, also to note, Drag Me Down is after Zane left.
2: Yeah. So I, I joined after, after Zane, Zane left. Whoa. That is
3: very like. That's a very powerful demographic of people.
2: Like (laughs) But seeing both of your reactions to Zane leaving, I did not understand at the time. And Uh said and just like all of these things were clicking and I was like, oh shit, I get it. Uh I understand this. And I've felt this before with guy stuff Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. it's not the same kind of like expression of your love for it right Right. yes right because even like among those things that you say are like guy stuff which because they 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 kind of like market it just to guys it's still like even if you're so passionate about it even the ones that even the guys that show it are like deemed like nerds and weird yeah there's so much shame attached to it yeah and then a lot of times with Predominantly male fandoms, it comes out in aggression. Oh, sports. Yeah, yeah. Over uh, cars. Yeah, mosh pits. Yeah, what the fuck is that? Mosh pits. So dangerous.
3: (laughs) Out of me. I remember. Can I say fuck? Yes. Yes. Great. You can say anything. (gasps)
2: Go
3: off. Not you. In general,
2: (laughs) we're recording this the day after the anniversary of him leaving. Yeah. And yesterday we did go see Louis' movie. It's
3: March twenty sixth. We're recording this. Zayn left on March twenty fifth in twenty fifteen. And did you ever process Zane leaving or because, you, think you, about it? because you were all, you I felt joined. like I missed the boat. Okay. I felt like I
2: was like, well, he, I think this is why I feel like I joined so late when in reality it was not that much later. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the one time I saw them mm. was one direction's last performance in America at the jingle ball mm. in 2015 Mm -hmm. and there was no Zane and it was sad. It was genuinely, I spent way too much money on that. And (laughs) I was like, I I was still feeling like, you know, when they would like open their concerts with um, clouds, would they start it with clouds? Is that? (laughs) (laughs) Clouds! That's exactly right. Okay. I've seen (laughs) videos of it and it's like the crowd, it's like, Earth-shattering, literally the yeah. loudest sound when a One Direction starts a concert. It's the loudest sound. It is. It's like Your a sonic boom. Burst. I thought that I, I was, was going to lose deaf my hearing immediately. I never screamed louder. I was like completely out of my body. Yeah, and it wasn't even no offense, One Direction that good of a performance. No, <laughs> <So>
3: honestly, after <laughs> they Ultra, were tired, I was like, this isn't great. This isn't a great performance it's not a great show. Zane wasn't there and They was were like, tired Zane wasn't there they were just standing. No.
2: Harry was off key
3: Harry was down He was bad Yeah in and you
2: could tell they were tired and and still it was like the most feral I had ever been at a concert yeah, that's right Probably like ev- like literally ever L- literal, like I think that the t- for me the Take Me Home concert is the best concert I've ever been to. And I have not felt like that since we went to, until we went to the Harry concert. When yeah. We were in the pit. Same. Because
3: I was like, church, you mean? We are,
2: <laughs> he is right there. And,
3: and I still I can't am fathom so that. I so high. Let's talk about Nile
2: Because this is what really hooked me. Okay. Yeah. I, I love Harry, but this, something um, chemical happened <sighs> when I found Niall. He was, he was really what hooked me in. And I remember like, the first time I was listening to One Direction in the car, which by the way, one of the best things in the world is singing along to your favorite music with your friends in a car. Yes, yes. Loudly. And this was like another big part of my like journey with One Direction. Mm-hmm. I was listening with my friend Callan in Rhode Island, shout out Callan. Hey, and I was like, is that Niall? Is that one Niall singing? And she was like, no that's Zane. that's totally different. (laughs) And I was like trying to like hear their different voices and learn it. And I was like, is that one Niall? And I was just imagining Niall singing it all. I also want to bring up Vine because around this time that is also what like really fueled my obsession. Mm -hmm. Cause I, was addicted to vine and was watching all of these like the edits the edits and like videos from their concerts and so i was living vicariously through all of those videos yeah and like in just putting myself in their shoes and being like imagine if he like called me out from on stage and could see me (sighs) and just all those moments was it just woke something up that i had suppressed for so long yeah Um, and then all hell broke loose and (laughs) I just kind of go along with whatever I'm obsessed with and make it what I do for a living. Right.
3: (laughs) When you start to fangirl, you start to imagine yourself in those like situations like them talking or like, what if I meet them out? And it just kind of like opens up your like imagination a little more. Yeah. It's healthy to dream and fantasize. To dream. Within reason. Within reason. Yes. Within reason. But like, you're just, you're, you, you have more. Of a...
2: Imagination. Yeah. Imagination.
3: And that brings us into Spongebob. But like...
2: (laughs) One Direction woke up some type of fangirling in you Mm -hmm. while you were in college. Mm -hmm. And so you were thinking about what you were going to do with your life. Yeah. And this is like... This is like the root of like why fangirling can affect you psychologically. Because I would like to know... Do you think fangirling, waking you up and then waking up to be passionate about all these different things had an impact on what you chose to do with your career? Yes, big time. And I would bring it back to my dear dear mother, Victoria. Mm. Oh, shout out. We love shout out Victoria. I have a confession. Actually, this is safe space, so no Confess. shame here.
3: Yes. My Confess.
2: mom is a Disney adult, and I would not be where I am today if she did not believe and dream the oh. way she does because of Disney. Mm-hmm. That's right. I have very um, conflicting views on on Disney as a corporation Mm -hmm. and studio Mm -hmm. and theme park but uh, like it's so intrinsic to who I am Mm -hmm. like watching Disney Channel going to the growing up with the theme parks and because my mom was so passionate about that and like allowed herself and allowed me to dream yeah I mean she actually recently explained this to me that the reason she loves it so much is because it represents hope and she Mm -hmm. literally like she and her parents came to this country from Cuba with literally nothing mm. and it was it represented the American dream. Like she remembers mm. like some of her first memories are at Disneyland. That's right. Kind of celebrating this life that is possible in America. Yeah. yeah. Um. And so like that's what it still means to her. Mm. And so she like told basically told me what Imagineering was Mm -hmm. um, designing Disney theme parks and told me that that's a possibility and that she'll help me get there if I want to do that and I was like hell yeah that sounds great I have no idea what I want to do with my life but I enjoy watching cartoons and going to Disneyland and laughing Mm -hmm. Um, and so she like really helped me apply to USC to like strategically to the games program Mm -hmm. in the film school because we knew that they were gonna be like, um, starting a themed entertainment minor, which is now mm. a major. Oh my oh, gosh. Oh, whoa. Yeah, It's now a major? It's now a major. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. So it's like, it was the first college program specifically for theme park design. Yeah. And so thanks to that woman, my mom, I also thanks to luck and grades and stuff, got in and like, it literally changed my life. Right. Yeah. And I think I I just like carry that hope, as cheesy as it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, but to quote Ki Hui Kwan's acceptance speech from Mm -hmm. the Oscars, don't stop believing. (laughs) Hold on to that feeling. He
3: was right. No, honestly, (laughs) when things, when the cheesiest things start making sense, it's like, oh, this is the cliches were right. Cliches Cliches are
2: cliches for a reason. Right.
1: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
0: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: I went to acting camp my entire childhood, oh. which also like has a big part to do with like what why I'm interested in like themed entertainment it's it's theater yeah yeah um and i always said that i just liked it because of the people Mm -hmm. which now in hindsight it's because it was queer accepting people yeah it was the nice kids who felt like outcasts and found
3: this space
2: this space to be themselves that is literally who fans are too like
3: the weirdest queerest kids Mm -hmm. just being like What's up, guys? Y'all like this weird stuff too. Also, to bring it back to the Louis movie, the fan who wrote a, a letter to her parent, yeah, like to come back because she had made such a community, like waiting in line. She wanted to come back to see Louis because that's like what she's obsessed with. But also, like she made genuine friends around her in that line. Yeah, that she was like. This is I mean, like the, the, the theater now. kids
2: were like where I felt like I could quote SpongeBob nonstop mm-hmm. and we could break out into song. It was so fun.
3: Yes. Breaking
2: out. It into was so song. freeing. And then you have like a project to kind of work on together, like putting on a production. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just bonds you. There's a through line to a lot of the stuff that you're really into, like Auntie Donna and like SpongeBob. Mm. It's like always like idiosyncratic, like like ahead of its time kind of alt <laughs> like weird absurdity yeah, yeah absurdity i mean life up. is absurd life if, is yeah. so absurd Shit's crazy humor abs- and absurdity make it easier to digest the harder things in life yeah i mean i also believe in like a strong solid resonant core like an emotional core to the story that you can relate to Mm -hmm. and when that's told through absurdity or puppets or animation it's just easier to take in yeah and more fun to take in yes i did not grow up loving the muppets i've always like been interested in puppets in general but i didn't really put my finger on it until last year um when i was just kind of searching for what to do next with my life and i I like realized that I had been watching all of the Muppet movies and all of Jim Henson's movies. Mm. And it was just right in front of me. Um, And I had this epiphany one night watching the dark crystal cradling my Kermit over there. And I pivoted hard and I'm a puppeteer now. So anything is possible. Anything is possible. If you just believe. Anything
3: is possible. (laughs) If you just believe
2: anything's (laughs) possible. If you just believe Angelica, <laughs> I was just listening to the Dylan Adler episode. <laughs> 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 look uh. <laughs> oh my god. Um. But okay, but this it like now I feel like I live my life just following what I am most interested in. I have a lot of different hobbies and interests.
3: Which is so freeing
2: it's always i've always been like ashamed of it and and kind of felt like i need to pick something mm-hmm. i see all these people around me who know what they want to do and they do that and they work at it for years and years and i've always just kind of pivoted around and and like mm-hmm. Bopped from one thing to the other. Even just in my daily life, I'll like spend twenty minutes playing guitar, and then twenty minutes drawing, and then I'll go over here, and then I'll watch this, and and yeah. like that's just how my brain works. Yeah, I have not been diagnosed with anything, <laughs> but I now just follow that and yeah. like see it through to the best of my ability, and kind of see where it leads. Yeah. I was obsessed with Disneyland, and I have been doing themed entertainment stuff for a while, which led me to immersive theater, which led me to puppetry. What is it that spoke to you about SpongeBob? Whoa.
3: (laughs) 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 Yeah, what's the emotional core that makes you relate? Because we know it's absurd. Deep, deep question. I think it's,
2: it's just like, absurdity in everyday life Mm -hmm. it's a workplace comedy right and really relatable it's about annoying neighbors yeah kind of taking the most (laughs) mundane situations and making them as as crazy as possible um that's a tough question (laughs) but i'm working i'm working on it because i plan to write some kind of dissertation or thesis about SpongeBob's cultural impact. Wow, uh, I, I, don't, I still don't think I can wrap my head around how l- timeless it is, yes. and how like Gen Z loves it. Mm-hmm. My, like my brother, who's six years older than me, grew up with it. Our we grew up with it. it. Yeah, yeah. Like I, it's it transcends something, and I can't quite put my finger
3: on it yet. Yeah, you, you can also find a SpongeBob reference for anything seriously everything anything there's a spongebob quote it is it's it's absurd and it is like a workplace comedy i never really thought about it like that
2: (laughs) like they they unionize they're trying to unionize in one episode they go on strike
3: mr krabs is in there yeah standing standing
2: at at the concession concession, plotting plotting his oppression i i think that squidward Squidward is one of the greatest characters of all time. I I love Spongebob. I I feel like I've always related to Patrick. Um, But something about Squidward, I've never seen anything like that ever before. He's just trying to get
3: through his life. Truly. He's he's a creative trying to trying to find his way he's he so really multi-layered
2: mm-hmm. he's so multi-layered like he's, he's literally like yes he's like he's literally a struggling artist. artist working a nine to five to pay the bills With the most annoying little and, and you know what he does not he is a dreamer but he does not fully believe in himself That's he's right. like no. i could be an astronaut i could be mm-hmm. like a, a movie star a, a clarinetist and like He's not allowing himself to actually do it outside do of his dream it. world. He's stuck has, in this dead end job. It. And he also blames everyone else. He should yeah. move. He should move out of Bikini he Bottom. Should he move. should move. He blames every, everyone else. He's always like, e- everything's happening to me. And it's like, another day, another migraine. Well, do nothing about it, why? guy. Go to the doctor. Like, Go to the doctor. <laughs> if you have a migraine. <laughs> get some meds. <laughs> no literally a therapist and he's also ashamed of being a fangirl he really is he loves art and clarinet and he Mm -hmm. like never talks about it Mm because he thinks like no one will understand it but really he's embarrassed to be that passionate about something but but i think also like bikini bottom represents the masses yes people uh, it's
3: haters it's stank energy yeah Yeah. and people who energy yeah uh, the, because the, the the they fish, do put him down. They, they do, do. They do put him down, and they 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 threw tomatoes at him. And later, yeah. like, when SpongeBob came up and mopped the place, yeah. Oh brother, this guy stinks. <laughs> like l- <laughs> they they love to hate. I'm yeah. really. I feel so bad for Squidward,
2: especially. That's why the band episode is my favorite because mm-hmm. he, uh, he he finally he finally gets to like his comeuppance with Squillium. Yeah. Yes. Also, that
3: episode is so beautiful,
2: funny. Like yeah. I was when I whenever that came out, we were seven or whatever. I thought it was the funniest thing <laughs> I ever
3: seen in my life. It is, the voice. It was
2: like, Is
3: mayonnaise, mayonnaise an, an instrument? instrument? Like, <laughs> two man that didn't kill me.
2: <laughs> yeah. And also that, um, the, the voice. The, the, um, the Super Bowl, whatever. The, the bubble bowl. The bubble bowl is filmed at the Liberty Bowl in Memphis. mm
3: mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Amber, you didn't know this? <laughs> I forgot about that fun fact. Wait. We- <laughs>
2: it is and it's and it's i love that it's real people yeah just yeah. so funny oh, and the spongebob like goes in into it. like puppetry that goes into like puppetry territory oh, like the, roger the rabbit oh. where combining oh. animation with like yeah. live yeah. action yeah that's puppetry Sp- the spongebob movie the spongebob movie um. david hasselhoff david hasselhoff yeah Genius. and them on have y'all seen The saddest that? scene I've ever seen in my life when I, they're almost let about me to tell die. you. Oh, no. I have literally never watched the SpongeBob movie without crying. And I've seen that movie hundreds of times. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. I, I, that movie is cinema. Yeah, it is. It's oh my God. so good. When the, when the pirates are coming to the to see the show mm-hmm. and they're, they're crying. They're so excited. They're coming and we're they're crying. <laughs> They're
2: fans fan girls. girls. are the SpongeBob! They love. So they love SpongeBob. Yes. I think also the element of um piratry in SpongeBob is very um. I, I don't know what it is about pirates that people love so I mean, I get it. I love pirates, but yeah. again, can't really put my finger on why it's so like timeless. People actually people think of pirates as if they're a fantasy creature. Like yeah. they're like like <laughs> what a so, wizard. So, it's like somebody <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. That, <laughs> like <laughs> that, that fucking hope. um there was a thread where people were like were like, oh talking about the First of all, they're talking about the pirate accent, which is fucking insane. Yeah, that the actor in like the first pirate movie <laughs> did an accent from like wherever he was in England, and they were like, "What is this from?" And he's like, "I just made it up." And then, histor- its actually historically accurate to what pirates actually did sound like because they were all from this part of England, anyway. It's kind of like Scottish. Yeah, yeah, it's like Me it's mum. like it's my like, booty. It's Vikings like that th- that that part of where I'm. I don't know, and I'm not gonna look it up, but. <laughs> But then there was a comment under this thread that was like, I mean, I guess that would be historically accurate if pirates were real. Oh. And they were like, someone's like, what do you mean if pirates are real? And they were like, you know, like, you know, if like wizards were real and uh, mermaids were real, like pirates are real.
3: People like people, people think like pirates, pirates are, are, real. are fantasy creatures? Pirating that's is a so verb, funny. everyone, because it's, it's named after. pirates.
2: They're real, <laughs> but SpongeBob and like the the mythology around it mm-hmm.
3: makes it it does make it feel like it's like the Flying Dutchman. It makes it like Pirates of Caribbean
2: or like fantasy
3: movies. And Captain Hook yeah. has a flying boat, doesn't he? Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, they because fly the his coop, boat. The, yeah.
2: They fly his but that's boat because of magic because of because pixie pixie of dust. the pixie dust. Well, now there is something about piratery. The and SpongeBob, I'm seeing a connection, okay, and it's being the other and being the outcast, yes, because pirates went against the church, yes. and against
3: society, yeah. Like, okay, I haven't seen a lot of Our Flag Means Death, but um, why I know, Amber, what do you even mean? I just haven't okay, seen I'm a lot sorry. of it. That's the most angry I've been about this. You have to watch, watch it, I will watch it. I've, I've already seen, seen it like
2: 40 <laughs> times,
3: yes, Amanda. <laughs>
2: and I haven't talked about Our Flag Means Death on this podcast oh my but God. I am so fucking obsessed with it it, it that also reignited part really, of the but that's what I got I'm back saying, on Tumblr like but, and archive of our own every quickly, single day because of it
3: that's what I'm saying that's what, what I'm about saying it? because Our Flag Means Death in the episode that I did see they were showing how they were outcast on this right. on this yeah. ship yeah right. and I think, and like I think also just,
2: like with Spongebob and with most of these these fandoms even with One Direction it's like mm. they're talking to you <laughs>
3: Okay, and Louie <laughs> had something to say to us. What makes
2: you beautiful?
3: Yeah. Oh, we going
2: I, you I alone are so beautiful. Yeah. Like and like what whatever they They don't they know pimples on your back. They don't yes, know about exactly. Us. I have terrible back knee. They were talking to me. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no, no, but I do think that I do our flag means death and um SpongeBob well, sp- I le- everything I learned about pirates is from SpongeBob. SpongeBob like raised us as children. You yeah. know, like my base knowledge of, yeah, my base knowledge of piratery is SpongeBob.
3: What's crazy is Mr. Krabs is a pirate, but he's a crab. He's a one he in be the be war. pirate. He's,
2: he was in the war. He's
3: a wa- he wants to be a pirate. He was in the that. war,
2: so he's like he the was English, and he really wishes he was a pirate.
3: Yeah, well, probably maybe, fought pirates. He probably oh fought gosh. pirates, and he's probably like jealous of their. Would exactly, love to know he wants a pirate ship but there. But oh he's my. too. He's also just like Squidward. He's trapped, trapped. Somebody write a very deep, deep dive. I'll on, do it. Yeah, prequel. Do the consultation honestly. Yeah. Write a Mr. Krabs <laughs> prequel. <laughs> All right. Actually, I mean, it does
2: have to do with like bombing in in the Pacific Ocean, right? It's Like nuclear waste. Oh, you because, because the, do this. And, the, and the nuclear waste made. Yeah. Bikini Bikini
3: bottom. bottom. Yeah. Oh my God, the cans, the buildings are all cans, are all
2: trash. Yeah. Mm. The the otherness. I think all of these things kind of make us feel like we belong. That's all we want. Yeah. Yeah. We want community. We want human connection. That's We want to feel less alone. We
3: want to feel a little like, like less abnormal, but Mm -hmm. it's kind of like everyone's abnormal. And once you figure that out. And that's what's
2: beautiful. I saw. That's That's what
3: makes you beautiful. I saw a tweet that
2: said, why are all the coolest people so weird? And then somebody responded, I have a very interesting thing to tell you about the relationship between cool and weird. Right.
3: (laughs) Yeah. And right. And that's right. Figure it out.
2: Um, Because if I were alive in 1717, I also would go become a pirate rather than be a slave. Me too. Talk about that. Well, (laughs) it's different for us. (laughs) (laughs) we play a game yeah okay i think because we didn't really prepare anything but we have like an idea i think we should play word association with spongebob quotes i think we should say a word and then you say a spongebob quote that you associate with it oh my god okay (laughs) okay
3: (laughs) um jelly no yeah okay Hey, all you people! Hey, all you
2: people! Hey, all you people! Won't you listen to me? I just had a sandwich, no ordinary sandwich. A sandwich filled with jellyfish jelly. Yes. <species> hey man, you You've
0: got,
2: got, got to try, try this sandwich. This sandwich. It's, it's no ordinary sandwich. It's a tastier sandwich in the sea. Skip it a beaver. Oh, Thank my God. Thank you. That was beautiful. That was right. um, okay, it's my turn. Sand. <laughs> 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 I have one. <laughs> I mean... <sighs>
3: I'm thinking about Sandy. I was, I was, I'm only thinking of her writing her name Sandy. Sandy Cheeks. Oh my God. I,
2: I thought I was Sandy. I really identified with her. I was
3: thinking about her <laughs> Texas song, actually. I, um, but I may, I'm just in a musical mood. I loved her flower on her shell, on her helmet. Yeah. um gr- I, just <laughs> I, just, I just want to hear you say it Grief. I just want to hear you say line. Grief. Grief? Yeah. Like, <laughs> good grief yes. like in the background
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my laughs> god. Good grief, naked. oh good grief he's naked
3: <laughs> i see yes oh my god yes. i was like
2: grief like are we somebody died
3: um the hook episode really scared me a lot of spongebob episodes scare me me to too death.
2: they were kind of disturbing well, i mean speaking of death there's the schmitty Warbenman. Jensen. Oh, Shini, Shmini, fuck. Worm and jagerman Jensen oh, that episode. Yeah. 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 Oh fuck. Okay. Squipe. What another other word? Uh, um shoe. <laughs> I mean again thinking about the songs, the tying your shoe song. Uh, you make uh, a loop do loop bow, and, and your shoes are looking cool. Yeah. Did you ever have this? You go Okay, over. one there was one time that me and Amber were watching SpongeBob at like three AM and the it was that song and the shoelaces like strangled him. And, and yeah, like cut him into
3: pieces? And oh, cut yeah. him into
2: pieces. And Did then you remember that scene? Yeah, of and then we rewound it, and it didn't happen. It cut didn't out. happen. What
3: we had the d- the direct TV where you could rewind. We, we rewound, rewound it, and it. the scene didn't we like, happen. Never seen that scene, and it didn't happen.
2: And I don't think that it's on Paramount Plus. That's a ghost. I think they cut it out.
3: Maybe they cut it but out. But You
2: remember this happening? Of course. That's like a scene that happened okay. in the show. <laughs> okay. They okay. Good. Get,
3: they pull the strings. Pull him, and he, he's in pieces. Yeah. What I'm happened so glad to that you us. gave us this confirmation because we thought Well, there's we were also going to he does
2: that in, uh, in a, another episode. There are other episodes where he's like pulled apart. It could have been we could have been thinking of that other part No. from that other episode because <laughs> we were
3: watching the screen and we were like, did you the just slice see and that? dice? Oh, I don't remember that I one. I remember the slice and dice. I remember that
2: one. Okay, I have I a know. I have a last word. Okay. This okay. is a cheating one. Lethal. <laughs> 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 now this reminds me of Keep going You're good You're good Keep going When they're directing Davy Jones Oh my god The Davy Jones His boat is the Davy Jones right I always get confused about this yes. He is the-, is the flying Dutchman And yeah. his boat is And he ha- Davy, Jones Davy Jones has locker? a locker <laughs> I just didn't want to say leada, Lee to Lee
1: to Lee But lee, it's lee, from lee, It's lee.
2: like it happens lee. right Ooh. after That <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That oh, I was like That was in my that was in my head too. Little, Keep little, going. Little. You're good. We'll buff out those scratches later. The lid. The lid. The lid, the lid, <laughs> the lid, the lid, the lid. The lid, the lid. <laughs> That's also a letl. Yeah. Reference. I like um my favorite my favorite SpongeBob quote is
3: Hoopla! Mm-hmm. Oh yeah,
2: that's my favorite episode. Hoopla.
3: And then he gets the Krusty Krab training video. It's such yeah, a good episode. it's so good. I really oh I I like the one which is kind of like I'm just realizing this is like a a, a dig at Southern people. But the one the playton episode where he goes, "Well, I can't read. He, I can't He's, read." Yeah. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Krabs like, "Why aren't you <laughs> getting out of here?" Cause like they're all leaving because they found out plankton is used in the carby patty recipe. And he goes, Well, I can't read. And he's like, gone! And he goes, it's So cute. <laughs> he's like,
2: oh my god. Huggles away. Well, is there any final things you would like to say? This is your fangirl testimony for now. Um for now. believe in yourself. Hold on to what you love because that is gonna make you who you are, and that is what is unique about you um do you have anything to plug at sd art come if you're in la come to the bob baker marionette theater we're we're doing fiesta right now it's a fun show i'll be puppeteering for it and buy my art yes follow me what's the handle at sd creates and buy my art hell yes you heard it here first you heard it here first This has been another episode of Fangirl Central. Central. And
3: play that music. You
2: can follow us at fangirls.central on Instagram. Disney Vortex, an autobiographical musical review about two black Disney Channel fangirls. And as always,
3: keep it chaotic. Keep it so chaotic. And let the music play.